Welcome to another episode of Subo Tours. This week we are going into Warner Jesus Christ. Sorry, sorry. Being nineties kids, being nineties kids, we had to do it. Go on, yeah. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. So what movie? We're we're gonna do Mortal Kombat. Roll the intro! Yay, and after PV's magical Mortal Kombat inspired MJ. Intro, <laughs> I don't think there's no way to make Misha sound threatening in any way. Mikhail! <laughs> hey, that sounds badass. You sound like a Russian assassin or something. I don't know. Mikhail. We should have a techno intro every week. <laughs> okay. Yay, Mortal Kombat 2021. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. I'm sure you guys have a lot of thoughts and feelings. And if you haven't seen it yet, well, buckle up and uh, get back to us after you've seen it. Or listen to us and then form your own opinion after. But we're just going to give you a little heads up. Absolutely. I have a lot of thoughts about it. Mostly in all caps. <laughs> we'll get to that. For anyone who doesn't know, Mortal Kombat 2021 is the Third full-length motion picture. Well, motion picture. Antanda. It's the third full-length film. <laughs> it's the third full-length film based on the classic Mortal Kombat video game series. It's a game? I, it was. It is a game. <laughs> it's the third? I kind of want to forget the second one existed. You have only yourself to blame. We warned you not to watch Annihilation, but you chose to. <sighs> yep. My mistake I was. I did it for the was, podcast, guys. My mistake was watching it as an adult because I remember enjoying that movie when I was a kid. Man, you must have been what? a stupid kid. <laughs> <laughs> Annihilation is so bad. That was, you know, you watch it, you think that the guy who wrote the script was just what really wanted these guys to fight. That is there, true. There was no story. You know, it's like <laughs> slapping on the character select screen and then picking whoever he chose. You know, whoever you want to see fight on screen, that's what he did. For anyone keeping score, the first movie, of course, was Mortal Kombat in 1995, followed by Mortal Kombat Annihilation in 1997. The less said about Annihilation, the better. But for a lot of people, especially nostalgic 90s babies, the 1995 Mortal Kombat has a special place in their hearts as one of the least horrible video game movies made, I think. Lesser. At the time. <laughs> again, at the time. At the time. At the time. At the time. Oh, <clears throat> my goodness. But then again, you know, you only had like crap like Super Mario Brothers and Street Fighter to compare. Hey, Street to Fighter was hey, crap. I liked Street Fighter. I love Street Fighter to death, Street Fighter. but I cannot swear in a court of law that it's a good movie. <laughs> Yeah, it really isn't a good movie. Come on, you get you get the you get the, okay. you get the guy the guy called the muscles from Brussels to play an all American guy who couldn't even get rid of the accent. <laughs> he couldn't even get rid of the cocaine half the time they were shooting that movie. Oh, yeah. snap. The, the one thing I liked about that movie was Raul Julia when he did it for his kids. That was pretty cool. Oh man, I miss Gomez Adams. 
And that was his last movie, right? That was the last movie he ever made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it came out, I think, after he passed. The Street Fighter is dedicated in his memory. I don't uh-huh. know if he's happy or upset about that up in heaven. If, you know, if you think about it, he did it for his kids. I'm pretty sure he's going to be happy about it. Fine, fine. Yet, let's go back to Mortal Kombat. Uh, how many years later? Six? I cannot do math. You guys do the math. 1997. And oh now, Lord. fast forward to 2021. 20, 23 years? 1997. Yeah, 97. I, I can't math. 23. 23 years since 1997. Wait, 97 was Annihilation, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the last one. Yeah, the Sorry, first I was thinking Mortal about the, the first one. Was 95. Mm-hmm. The first one is 25 years old. That That's holy crap. Ooh. I know I'm going to be dating myself again, but I'm going to say that mm. I remember playing the first video game. Of course. Everybody, like, I think I did. Yeah, <laughs> me too. But I never encountered it like in the arcades. I tried it on the Sega Genesis and... I had to do the code to get the blood because parents were so offended by it that they hid the blood in the Sega version. And what? The, no, the I Super remember, Nintendo version didn't even have blood. I, I remember playing the, the that game with my cousin and that game had blood on it. Yeah, you had to put a code in. No, there was no code. I just yeah. remember... Cause it, my, no my, copy was a, my copy was a hand-me-down because my cousin gave me a, a oh, Sega. Maybe, maybe from toy. that um, hand-me-down, that's how it was able to be activated. I think so. Yes. I don't know, but I remember the blood. Uh, I remember like the first few times my brother and I were playing it, like my mom had to watch just to see that it wasn't, you know, warping our fragile little minds. Oh. Also, fact, if you... It was really a big deal. It was because of yeah. Mortal Kombat that video games had to have ratings yep. after that. Yep. It was that... controversial back then because of all the violence it apparently taught children. Mm-hmm. And then you, you realize how... how how stupid the anatomy of that game was because well, every time you would have exploding bodies, they'd have like three rib cages. <laughs> but part of the fun of it was, I mean, like Street Fighter was already a thing, right? People were yeah. already beating each other up in video game screens. But mm-hmm. this one just took the gore, just added gore. You could rip people's heads off. You could like pull their hearts out of their chest. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. something that we'd never seen. And yep. when you consider like at the time, people going to arcades were like older teenagers. It made sense. But the mm-hmm. second it got onto consoles, parents went insane. Well, yeah. It was like a cover story of Time Magazine. My father actually took the time to photocopy that entire story and he brought it home. Just I think he was trying <laughs> to warn us or some shit. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> I still have it. So it was actually one of those. It was <laughs> one so of those adorable. fighting games where it, one of those fighting. Actually, it's the first fighting game to actually ever give you the choice to consciously kill your opponent at the end of every match. That's so true. I think that was also what why it was so controversial or why parents were so against it because it was literally teaching kids how to kill. Part of the mystique was that the fatalities weren't like on an instruction manual somewhere, and there were no websites. So like. If you were the kid who knew how to pull somebody's heart out of their chest, you were automatically cool at school. Yes, I remember I, I was, this. Uh, we would uh, play, uh, and then wa- once once uh, the uh, finish uh, him or finish her would come out, whenever mm-hmm. that would come out, you would like experiment with many different moves <laughs> on what fatality would actually right? happen. Right? It's like, yep. oh, let's try back, back, forward, something, something. Oh, next time, let's try down, up, down, up, something, something, something. You know what I mean? It's like experimentation to yep. get the most 
brutal finisher mm-hmm. possible and that yes. was so much fun we would jot them down i think like in my brother's sketchbook and at some point i think i had, I had like, one of those i my had it in a, i translated it into a word document at some point because like, we, we didn't have the internet what the hell but, man where were we gonna get these moves magazines tips and tricks tech, oh man magazine. remember when magazines were a thing tips ah, and tricks game you pro. used to work for one i know i that's what i remember as i was asking you guys <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. So like Mortal Kombat 1 came out around what 1991, 92 and like the movie came out like three barely three years later. Wow, and I can't believe I, I played that game when I was five. I got away with playing that game when I was five. And look at you now, well adjusted <laughs> adult human. Yeah, well, you know. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and to think like uh, just just so you guys know, Anja and I have been like binging lot of true crime YouTube videos. So it's like, ta-da, testament to the violence we witnessed as children. The fascination <laughs> with... Uh... And you're also well-adjusted. Am I? Mm, self-incriminating that, yeah. podcast this episode. <laughs> okay. So like the 95 movie was fun, campy nonsense, right? Mm-hmm. 1997 sequel was absolute just garbage. Nonsense. It was just, just nonsense. It was just, just nonsense. 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 Well, oh, even the CG was nonsense because you know. Oh they, my they god, were... <laughs> it was so bad. Like, that, that, that scene where uh, where Sonya Blade rescues Jax from this unknown facility, which you didn't know why why she was doing that, and then this thing, whatever it was, pops up, and then just Jax beats him down. I, I don't even know what that scene was meant for. Screen time. It was meant to eat screen time, and it did. <laughs> oh, it's true. But um, let's talk about 2021. When this new movie was announced, there was a lot of excitement because the director in charge, um, his name is Kevin Tanchari. I, I know I'm going to get this wrong and I apologize in advance. Kevin Tanchari. Chan- Kevin T. His name is Kevin T. Letter T. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. He'd actually done some work on a web series called Mortal Kombat Legacy a few years ago, which I really enjoyed. Yes. It was It was. That it was great. Was great. It, it was true to the characters. It was gritty. It had a little bit of blood in it. And it was no, great. More than anything else, it had this cohesive storyline that was, yes. that was very faithful to the original and concept. It the was a had. web series. What the hell? I mean, like, who pays attention mm. to those things? I did. You did. Oh, fair. And, yeah, we did. But, but you know, um, Machinima had- doesn't even exist now, for heaven's sake. But that's where it was. So yeah, this guy, he, he was like the producer, director, and... It got enough notice that almost immediately rumors started up that this guy's going to make a movie. This guy's going to make a movie. But it took them like almost 10 years to get it done. And now it's here. And well, uh, <laughs> that it's a movie. That awkward pause after. <laughs> it's, it's a really movie. That awkward pause after. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> objectively <laughs> speaking, objectively speaking, it was a shit show. It, it, really, it really it was, was a, a shit show, show of shit. However, <laughs> however, some... I'm just going to say, but hey, shit shows are fun to do podcasts on, so buckle <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah. I did, however, enjoy it. So. <laughs> you <laughs> would. Point, yes. I did. I did. <laughs> I enjoyed parts of it. Yeah. In a way, it's just when they try to, <laughs> to justify be, those parts. To I be got more, so upset. To be more specific, I did enjoy most of it past a certain point, and then would stop after. <laughs> okay, let's talk. Uh, we'll let's get talk to that. We'll let's dissect. tell them what we'll the movie's dissect. about. Um, for cool. anyone keeping score, 
the movie is about a washed up mixed martial arts fighter named Cole Young, played by Louis Tan, who you last saw as Shatterstar in Deadpool 2. He was one of X-Force and he died horribly in like 10 seconds, basically. What was his death? Oh, he was the helicopter death. <laughs> yeah, helicopter. he was. He was the one. He landed on the helicopter blades. X-Force! <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's, I do that's not right. recall any of these, but okay. I guess uh, Green the, Blood. That was uh, him. Okay. Take our word for it. Maybe I didn't anyway, remember because so I didn't like, see his abs. Priorities. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I almost spat out my drink there. <laughs> anyway. So Cole Young Thursday, is like Thursday. a loser mixed martial arts fighter whose ringman is his daughter, who he cares about deeply. Cornerman. One day, his um, his um, family gets attacked by Sub-Zero, and he is rescued by a special forces operative named Jax, who tells him to run for his life, save your family, I'll take care of the ice guy. <laughs> what Cole Young discovers is that Sub-Zero is part of an interdimensional fighting tournament called Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> Sorry, we just... Uh, and go on, that go tournament on. is will decide the fate of the Earth. Basically, if the bad guys win 10 rounds of Mortal Kombat, Earth is theirs. We're all doomed. Cole Young has to save us. What happens oh, next? Yeah, it was on their... Cole and then yeah. Earth is supposedly... Earth is supposedly on their last token and their last or their last life, right? Because they've lost right, nine right. tournaments. Right, right. They've already won nine tournaments. Yeah, there you go. The oh, bad great. guys have won nine tournaments. So, yeah, basically we're screwed. Mm-hmm. And the ones who will fight for Earth You'll be able to identify them through some handy dandy birthmarks that they just happen to have. Yeah, <laughs> birthmarks shaped like dragons. What a birthmark. Interesting enough, they, they're shaped like the logo of the game. Oh, <laughs> even no more shit. interestingly enough, there are no qualifications for Champion of Earth Realm other than the birthmark. And the best oh. part is it's transferable. Like, is that like a, a membership card? I don't know. I just know, like, if. Cole Young gets food poisoning. The chef who made the sandwich is now the champion of Earthrealm. Yeah. So basically in this new movie, they added like a new mythology to it Mm -hmm. by like saying that the Earth's chosen ones are actually these people or these bearers of this magical, mystical birthmark that is Mm -hmm. just like, it it has the funniest reveal, by the way. So it's, it's, (laughs) my God, the reveal was so stupid. It was like a bro bro thing. It was like, I like the tattoo, bro. Like, okay, cool. Oh my God. And then you find out later, I got one of those too. What's up? It's so dumb. And and so you'd see it on on Cole while he was doing his MMA fight. And then later Mm -hmm. on, when Jax approaches them and talks to them, he's he's dressed now, right? And talking about, yeah, bro. bro, cool. Cool ink, blah, blah, blah. And then daughter goes, Oh, it's actually a birthmark. It's really cool. Show no him, Dad. That's <laughs> better. Dragon. Ulul birthmark. <laughs> that no doctor ever questioned in any of his in any mm-hmm. of in his entire life. Uh, yep. I know. Well, first first things first. First things first. Who the fuck is Cole Young? Like I've I've played all of the <sighs> games. I've played all of the games, most if not all. There was no Cole Young ever. We we've yeah. gone from we've gone from like the original the original to like the children you of can. Johnny Cage. Yep. <laughs> now you have Cole Young. Like Cole I, was never in any of the games. I don't know, but apparently the intention for Cole Young was to give the audience a fresh POV character to learn all about Mortal Kombat. 
so that they could appreciate the mythology. But you're right. There have been dozens and dozens of characters over the last 30 years. There's no reason for them to have had to come up with a new guy. Mm-hmm. Especially one as outright boring as Cole Young. Other than that, other than that, you have all of these cultural icons in Scorpion, Sub-Zero, and Liu Kang's Sonya mm-hmm. Blade. Yep. They left yeah. out Johnny Cage, which is like, you know, one of the biggest crimes of the movie is leaving out Johnny Cage. Well, <laughs> I think they were gunning for a sequel. I, I think they're they gonna get it. They're gonna I get think the they're sequel. gonna get it. There's actually there's actually like um there's a good following or you know, there's a good fan base for this movie as well. Uh, not surprisingly though, but you know, this, which is why I kind of like the movie is, uh, we'll get to that at some point because right now we're still kind of dissecting what it is. <laughs> I, I think my biggest issue with the movie is that there is no Mortal Kombat tournament in the movie. <laughs> yes. This is like, this is no. the four hours of crap you watch before WrestleMania starts, basically. <laughs> this no, no, is no. the pre-show. The, the, the story was basically the set during the pre-tournament or the pre-show. Why? Why are we in the pre-tournament? It's well, not hard to make a Mortal Kombat movie. You just need a tournament with mortal consequences to the combat that is taking place in said tournament. That's it. Combat you don't with need the K. birthmarks. You yes, don't need combat cold. with a K. <laughs> Com- mortal combat, combat with Sorry, a K. Combat. <laughs> Putting Ks in Cs before the Kardashians <laughs> ever did. Anyway, yes. <laughs> Narrative-wise, they explained it saying that these bad guys, despite being, despite having the upper hand, still don't want like, like a mortal mortal combat because <laughs> wala lang. It's like we just want to guarantee our win. <laughs> so let's kill these motherfucking chosen ones before the combat combat tournament even starts. And so why is, is the movie called Mortal Kombat? Well, there was actual Mortal Kombat, just not in the actual official Mortal Kombat tournament. So there was, but there wasn't? Technically speaking, meron. (laughs) (laughs) Meron dapat. I'm just saying, fighting tournament, wacky martial arts styles, colorful characters. It's really not rocket science. They didn't have to overthink it, honestly. It's just funny because if it's the guy who did the web, who developed that, great web series. That he should have known that. Yeah. I mean, he could have just picked up from what he did. Because the, the web series was great. He even had Jerry Ryan in it. That was a good web series. It was. Yeah. But I, I'm sorry. Look, I love the 95 Mortal Kombat for all its cheesiness and campiness. But at the end of the day, the best version of Mortal Kombat, the movie, is still stuff like Bloodsport or Enter the Dragon. Because they don't There's- need to add all the extra stuff. They know that you're coming for the tournament. That's what you exactly. want to see. You want to see the mortal combat. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny how you mentioned Bloodsport because Johnny Cage's character was actually based on Jean-Claude Van Damme. That's even right. His out- oh my God. Even, right. even his outfit, even his this. outfit, even his outfit in the first game was Matt was supposedly designed after Jean-Claude Van Damme's character in Bloodsport, the red that's right. They were, black they were shorts? Midway wanted to do um Midway wanted to do like a licensed game with Van Damme because he was super hot after Bloodsport. But she said Van Damme's super hot. He was too expensive <laughs> or he was too much of a prima donna and then Street Fighter came out the game and they said we don't need a franchise title. We can make our own. Look, there's another fighting game with no artistas attached. So they said, okay, we don't need Van Damme. Let's do our own thing. And they did and it was great. Mm-hmm. It was actually, I think it was both. Johnny he was being a prima donna and, you know, he was expensive. 
Well, I'm just glad they didn't need him in the end. Because can you imagine if Johnny Cage like had a Belgian accent in every single version of this game? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus, that <laughs> would be weird. <laughs> Okay, so back to this. Uh, huh. Okay, okay. Um, so Cole Young yeah. meets up with a special agent named Sonia Blade and an international terrorist criminal, whatever, I don't even know anymore, named Kano, who is obnoxiously just Australian. Just say some, some Australian douchebag. And he I, provides <laughs> much of Anjo's comic relief. Yes. I love I love and, how not note, take note, Anjo's <laughs> comic relief. Anjo, Anjo loved him. specifically. <laughs> Anjo loved him. Not me. So much. Not me, Sha. Just Anjo. Just me. And maybe some other dude I majority. know on Twitter, but just you and uh, that. I don't know. Majority <laughs> of the majority of the feedback I've seen is just Kano saved the movie. The Kano saved everything about the movie. <laughs> That's majority of the feedback. Really? Eric, I agree. <laughs> really? Yeah, <laughs> I swear, take him out, and they're just gonna be extra annoying because you don't have an annoying guy to focus on. Hey, shit, you're not. Liu Kang, shit. Liu Dilin was so bad in this movie. I mean, Ugh. can I just can I just share? Like, I'm, something okay, like Kano, take, right? For me, take Kano out. It would just it would be a little bit more boring. It would be more boring, honestly. But I it would have saved me so much annoyance. Honestly, <laughs> I love this lines. Uh, as far as far here's the crazy thing about Kano, right? Like he's like super Australian in this movie, and he's been Australian for years. What a lot of people don't remember is that Kano was not Australian until the 1995 movie when he was played by a British dude, and everybody swears that nobody told him to play it as Australian. He just made it up on the spot. He decided I'm going to be Australian for this character, and that's the way Kano's been ever since. So I hope you're happy, so Anjo. Did this 2021 version have to be Australian? I mean, in the I games, don't know. I just honestly was pretty of pissed off. What the one <laughs> thing, the one thing I, the one thing I hated I was know. that you know one of Kino's most more defining qualities or traits is that he has this like cybernetic implant on his face. Oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ! Christ. It's called the Phantom of the Opera mask on his face. See, that would have been cool. A cyborg eye that shoots lasers, that would have been cool. Can but you no. It please explain the source of all the super moves in this in this in this thing that we watched. So apparently, if you are gifted with a tattoo, sorry, not a tattoo. <laughs> sorry. Birthmark. Birthmark. Um, if you're gifted with a chosen one's birthmark. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, Annoying. Okay. You somehow harness um, your chi or whatever. You, some, you somehow <laughs> practice and develop your. It's it wasn't it called the akana. Akana, yeah, there you go. Yeah, this mystical energy called the akana. I got issues with that mystical energy. <laughs> and then you have superpowers all of a sudden. Okay, okay, wait, wait, like, wait. So he like, has a fucking laser cybernetic implant. He doesn't need a we... fucking akana. You know, okay. this mystical. Energy at, of some sort. At some point, at some point, Kano, Sonya, and what's his face, Cole Young, have to go to Raiden's temple, and there they learn all the back story of Mortal <laughs> Kombat. <laughs> okay. Stop! Okay. okay. And Bye. that's wait, 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 and that's where they learn that if you train hard enough, you can release your uh, your your superpowers. 
the, 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 only, the only reason why I enjoyed Kano so much is that, you know, if you wanted somebody to be the POV character for newcomers of the movie, is that it didn't work on Cole Young. Is that you could it have was, made anybody a POV it, character. It was Kano who was doing all of that. Because he was like, he was like a little kid saying everything so fantastic about this, you know, this world, you know, how violent it is. Yeah. I defending Kano. It's just, it's just so funny. It's like, I want to have, want to get if my Kano is our POV character, I want somebody <laughs> else's V. You want this? What? That's yeah. what that's, that made sounds... sense in my head. It made sense yeah. in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. No. Oh my God. You, you people are disgusting. Uh, are we? You, are we? You, wa- you want to rephrase that, buddy? <laughs> Clarify. <laughs> Moving along. Okay, so if you train hard enough, over the next few days, you're going to develop superpowers. Uh, now, here's the thing. Jax lost his arms while fighting Sub-Zero. It was <laughs> cool, though, how he that lost was his cool. arms. That was cool. The, the only trouble was that when we next see Jax, he has these scrawny pre-C-3PO robot <laughs> arms <laughs> that were... <laughs> Put on him by monks, it seems, that Uh-oh. worship Raiden. They literally look like those claws in the arcades where you like, <laughs> you really, like get stuffed toys. The claw machine. That claw. Ooh, that claw. That claw. Exactly. That's how they look like to me. He had these and- little chicken arms. Like These monks were just taking the piss. I'm like, you call that helping? Really? But here's but, the funny well, thing. When he gets his Akana. Right. His they, Akana. Yeah, they thicken up. You know, he becomes his arms go thickums now. So I got a question. What the hell would his superpower have been if he didn't have robot arms? We'll never know. What, would his regular arms. arms just grow up to like steroid size? Like, what, 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 how would that work? Uh, uh, yeah. And I mean, he the superpowers account for robot arms. He already looked like he was righted up anyway. And so. robot eyes, apparently. And robot eyes, which uh, can come out when you throw a fucking temper tantrum with the dining table. Oh my god, that temper tantrum was so unbearable. Oh my god, that's where I really, really hated I wanted to strangle him. I wanted to punch him in the face and I'm just just laughing because he was in I know, why is he so happy? (laughs) I was so fucking annoyed. (laughs) Sorry. It was because it was was Liu Kang and um, and, uh, Kung Lao. Kung Lao was my favorite character in the game. It was because they were so funny. It was so juvenile. They were like pushing his buttons. You know, it you know, the, reason why, funny. the reason why I found it so funny is that because they were so serious. They were supposed to be, you know, warriors gonna, were going to save the world. And everything about this movie was just so juvenile, which I found really entertaining and I found refreshing. So, uh, you know, the, 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 <sighs> the thing that I enjoyed about it is that this movie really did not try to pretend that it was going to be anything I, serious. I think the funny thing is, like, like <laughs> what you said, the characters were acting juvenile, but the story was trying to take it so seriously. Yes. And even that took me out of it. Even their even their even they, they tried to explain so much through the mythology, yes. through yep. the backstory, which and was, like, oh, we're gonna look for this mysterious funny. Mortal Kombat. Chor- but Chor- you're Chor- not Chor- watching Chor- a movie but... called Mortal Kombat for the story or the character it's, progression. Is... You're watching it to watch people kick each other's ass with superpowers. Yep. Actually, if they did act that juvenile as as how they have been portraying their characters, it would have worked for a tournament setting. But you give us this little time 
timeline or you give us this narrative with adventures and trying to save the world and shit outside of the Mortal Kombat. So it's like, eh, it's out of place. Yeah, that's what that's what I didn't like about the movie. That's why this movie sucked. But then mm-hmm. I, you know, like everything that was yeah, fun I mean, about it was was you know was not because of it being faithful to the game. It's just because it was being stupid. That's what I like. That's what I found enjoyable. <laughs> is that there was really nothing to take seriously about this movie. It's like ah, this movie knows what it is. Yeah. Just watch it. Just, be, just turn off your brain. Enjoy all the fight scenes and you know whatever else you find funny. I found funny was just gravy on top of something really dumb. I agree with you, what you just with what you just said, but I don't think they the the like what you said they knew that what they were doing. I don't, I don't think, think, they, think knew. they knew what they were doing. It just yes. happened to be funny. I don't think that was intentional. Yeah. I think they were really taking it seriously. Past, they were. Past, I feel sorry, like they were past the explanation, past all this mythology. You knew they they knew where it was going. It was sunud sunud na. It was just so blatant. All the fatality moves. All yeah, the, but all that's the same. yeah. But yeah, but that's just shoehorning in the things that we wanted to see. It's like it's, yeah. you can't just have somebody say fatality for no reason and say, <laughs> "Oh look, look, we made a reference," <laughs> or like Kano <laughs> just <laughs> saying crap like Kano wins. I'm like, yeah, we all saw you. Who are you talking to? What, what the <laughs> hell, man? Did he at say that? In, at least in the yes, first one, you had wins. like at least in the first one, you had somebody who actually had a reason to say those. You had was Shang Tsung. Shang, Shang yeah, Tsung. you had yeah. Shang Tsung saying who won or who didn't yep. in that combat in the, setting. In that I context, hated, it worked. I hated this Shang Tsung. I'm sorry. This Shang anyway. Tsung was a wimp. This is the guy that Christian Bale kidnapped out of Hong Kong in the Dark Knight. Yep. Mm. The whiny little banker. Yes, this is the master of Outworld. This is the most feared sorcerer in all the dimensions. Didn't the whiny fuck. little banker from the Dark Knight. <laughs> <sighs> but oh, at, at, at the very least, okay, we'll rant about it all we want, but at least it's fun for those who played the video game. So the references were not subtle at no, all. No, they were not. There oh is no God. subtlety. Zero subtlety. <laughs> like even, even just like introducing the character names, it's uh-huh. so ridiculously oh, upfront. So Melina. Melina. <laughs> so bad. Melina. Melina. Or like, I'm Kano or I'm Son. You know, it's always just like some obvious exposition of the character yes. names. Just so, parang sinasabi ng writers, just so we're clear. Just yeah. so you know, this you is the it? character. Do you get it? That was a reference. <laughs> and the frustrating <laughs> thing was like you, you got to like, uh, see all these characters okay like ooh ooh yeah yeah this character this character this character and they're so not subtle about introducing so, them okay. but at this whole time you're still wondering who the fuck Cole Young is <laughs> but I think that's what frustrated me the most because they spend so much tr- time trying to over explain things but the things that they're supposed to be doing they just throw them in one after the other just to make a reference and then yeah. they move on that's, it's like they're spending that, too much time on crap that we don't need and the stuff that we want to see. They just throw it true. in as a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yes. Again, <laughs> oh, I will. I have read articles saying that certain things about this movie were studio decisions and not exactly the creative. Be uh, that as it may, we can only judge what we see on the screen. Right? Yes. True. true. Yeah. Um, but like, well, something that actually, something that worked, and uh, I'm not gonna lie, something that really worked for me was the 
um, relationship between Scorpion and Sub Zero, and that, that's what the movie actually opens uh, yes, on. In fact, like yes. a, actually, a that's week, one of the best parts of the movie. A week before the movie opened, um, Warner Brothers actually released like the first ten minutes of the movie, and seven. that's that's for seven minutes, and that's where you see the beginnings of um, of the Scorpion, who is played by Hiroyuki Sanada, and um, Joe Bassett as Sub Zero. Yes, exactly. And you see how they start off, and it is well choreographed, well acted, violent as shit, well shot. And I realized. Your statement of well choreographed, like what do you expect more from Joe Taslim and Hiroyuki Sanada? Both well trained martial artists. But like, I was just going to say that why couldn't the whole movie be like that? Or, or. (laughs) Why couldn't the whole movie be about them? If them. it was gonna be a prequel yes. to Mortal, if it was gonna be a prequel to the tournament, fuck it, follow these two guys. I don't care about Cole Young. Nobody cares about. <laughs> Cole Young. I don't think Cole Young oh. cares about Cole Young. Cole Young okay, right? fine, fine. He's very attractive. That's all I'm gonna say. But that's thirsty, where thirsty. I draw the line. Woo-hoo. That's where I draw the line. Cole I'm still. Cole I'm Young, not gonna Cole defend. I'm not gonna defend his entire character just because I think he's hot. But I'm just yeah. gonna say that he's hot. Period. Oh, yeah. You're saying you get the same enjoyment out of him if he was a JPEG. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. It's true. It's true. Okay. So uh, going back to that whole um, origin of uh, Sub Zero. That, that, that was super cool. That was super bloody. Cool. That it was, was giving me. It was brilliant. giving me. Roroni Kenshin movie vibes. Yes. Yes. Because it was way. like it was the historical epic. You had the amazing fight scenes, and then you could see where their rivalry stems from. But the the the, the bad thing is it just started out for that first seven minutes, that was the best part of the movie. And it went downhill from there. You, and you, you know just what made t- me sad? It made me sad because I realized, oh, so that's why they released the first seven minutes. To make us think that everything that came after would be just as good, but well, no, didn't. <laughs> you know, so that's why we were we were set up to believe that it's gonna be so serious and good. Yeah, right? so, we were so excited. Yeah, because like you had a re- se- serious intro with Sub Zero and Scorpion, so I was expecting like either okay, if you don't continue on with this origin story, at least make it as epic. Like yeah. no, nope, 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 nope. nope, nope. nope. No. That was honestly no. the best part how they concluded the movie. With, you know, like the, at least they book ended it with you know good fights. I guess, but the only, my problem with it was it was a literal book end. Yeah. You see Scorpion <laughs> at the beginning, and then you see him at the end. What and the hell see, happened in and between? When, and when you see him in the end, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> so let me get this straight. You Where'd he come dead. from? He's been dead realize, for like two, three hundred years, and he only learned one <laughs> sentence in English. And then get over here. <laughs> And, and then you realize, you realize, like Scorpion is not a champion of Earth Realm. He was, he's not a chosen one. Yeah, What's why is he mean? here? Why is any of this happening? I really like the Scorpion Sub Zero stuff. I just wish there was more of it, and mm-hmm. I really didn't need any more of Cole Young, honestly. He tries to get involved in the big fight at the end, but you know, at the end of the day, these two are the most famous fighters from Mortal Kombat. You don't give a mm-hmm. crap about the new guy. You want to see Orange Ninja 
beat the shit out of Blue Ninja and using <laughs> all of their superpowers. It's Yellow Ninja. Yellow Ninja, depends, whatever. You just want to see them beat the crap out of each other with their ice, fire, and spears on chains yeah. and magical <laughs> mastery of the English language for one sentence. <laughs> yep. Actually, that counts for Scorpion only. Sub-Zero doesn't say anything in the game. Yeah, but this one <laughs> speaks Chinese and everyone understands him. Uh, Even yeah, Cole, but... who grew up in Chicago his <laughs> whole life, understands the Chinese guy and the Japanese revenge demon in front of him. I like how, I like how, uh, how Hanzo, Hanzo Saki, was it? No, it's Hanzo. It's literally like a multilingual ninja. So is um, Bihan, because he can speak. In Japan, I know Bihan is the multilingual one because he can speak in Japanese. I think he was also he was he able to speak in English. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Yeah, he did speak in English too. Every time he would talk to Cole. I don't care. <laughs> I, so, think. Um, I don't think the filmmakers cared either, so it's okay. Yeah, they didn't. Wait, wait, wait. Let's get me point this out. Every time Scorpion and Sub Zero would speak in in native tongue, you would have Raiden who had this weird Japanese accent. Why can't he just speak in Japanese if everybody it's, can understand? You know. Like, yeah, look, that's, the fact, that's, the fact that's what that, I brought brought up early, uh, before. That okay? Why are you letting Sub Zero and Scorpion speak in Chinese and Japanese? Meanwhile, you have um, Shang Tsung and Raiden speak English, but with their broken Asian accents. Like you could hear the struggle. Okay, <laughs> it's I, like. I, I think, Why do you let the others speak in their quote unquote whatever is native tongue? To be but fair, I think are at they this adjusting point, to Cole? The fact that we actually have an Asian dude as Raiden at all is already progress <laughs> over the last one. So I think I'll allow it. <laughs> the last ones. The last, last one. That's right. There but, were two different white Raidens in yeah, the first but two how movies. How fucking sad is it that the best live action Raiden was still the guy who played Highlander, who barely knew how to speak English at the time? I mean, seriously, this is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> and the Raiden that they got for this movie is also kind of an idiot. Like, he puts the champions of Earthrealm in his temple behind an electric fence so they can. They can cram their superpower studies. He was just showing off. He's got magic. Let's just why why know. was he doing that? The entire fate of Earth <laughs> I is know. at hand. I know. I know why, because it looked cool. Fine, oh, it just... looks cool, but later <laughs> on you find out that Raiden has a pocket dimension that Shang Tsung cannot penetrate. Because that does not look cool. Yeah, but you could have taken them there and they could have learned their superpowers and come back and you know, I... nobody had to die. Again, that does not look cool. Which <laughs> Which is why this Raiden, which is why this Raiden is an idiot because he does not think of the practical reasons of using his power. Okay, it gets worse because that shithead says that he cannot interfere in the tournament or in the preparation, but mm-hmm. all he does is literally interfere. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> like every time, I, every time I would watch, I'd be like, uh, "Isn't he like?" Uh, anyway, he's protecting yeah. the fighters. He's cock blocking Shang Tsung. My whole thought, <laughs> like, my whole thought of watching while watching this movie because I was watching this with my wife, right? And we at that time we had it was just our first week of um, being a fairyhood. Yay! Anyway, um, we needed something to, to kind of chill because we were stressed. So right, right. we decided so to watch the movie. Zero helped you chill. Yeah, it was the movie that we <laughs> watched. Where so we. Sorry. Oh my god. I just got I just got that now. Oh. Fatherhood has slowed yeah. your reflexes. Oh no. That's why Scorpion lost. <laughs> oh. Anyway, um <laughs> Oh shit. You bastard. Yeah, oh shit. Why. why do you think he got so much stronger? Anyway, 
Yeah, so that <laughs> one weekend, we decided to turn our brains off and watch this movie. And then we just started laughing at everything we were watching. When are you going to turn your brain back on? <laughs> right about now. I'll give you this, Misha. You get first round. Mark my words, I will have fatality. Okay, look, if nothing else... <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, if nothing else... This movie, when it counts, it looks really cool. Okay? It looks really cool I during guess. the fights. The CGI is pretty decent. Goro looks amazing. Fuck Goro, man. Oh, yeah, I, I love They did Goro, Goro dirty. Design. They did I, it although, wrong. He, they did, but let's, let's, let, let's, let's later, get to later. how he looks first. He wasn't that long torso <laughs> claymation piece of shit hey, in the he 90s was a robot. version. To he be wasn't fair, he claymation. Was, he was a robot. He was an animatronic. He looked like it was... He looked clave to me, but and well, too bad he doesn't get kicked in the balls in this one because that was funny. Back yeah, that was fun. yeah, yeah, that's, that's why you needed Johnny Cage to do that down C move. That's the, those are the commands yeah. down C. Sorry, I remember. <laughs> was from oh, the... Speaking of the commands, at least, at least, at the very least, if you know the video game, you could see like in the fight choreography, they. Yeah, they really did squeeze in the references in there. You've got the fight choreography mm. to fit the fighting styles of the characters, and you've got the like their little moves and fatalities and you, classic you know, lines from in, the game. Interestingly enough, they got um, stunt coordinators and uh, the, the fight choreographers from the original Mortal Kombat movie, which was cool. They, they were the same team yeah. that worked with Robin Shu in the first movie, and uh, they were the guys who trained uh, Louis Tan and everyone nice. else. And they train in Thailand, I think. They train in Bangkok. I thought yeah. it was mm. hilarious that they have this whole bit where Liu Kang is basically just Ugh. sweeping out, sweeping. <laughs> I love that part. I'm so sorry. Kicking the the the, <laughs> the shit out of Kano over love, and over and I'm, over again. I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm guilty of that too. I think at some point. Yep. This is why yeah. that 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 scene was just so funny to me because I remember winning games against my sister just doing that. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's at, at least it's like you you were like you. I remember if you've you've played the game at some point. You're like, yes, that's how it went. Awesome. But Too I bad. think also with the fights, it has the same problem as the storytelling, the dialogue, and everything else. It's like it's really when you look at this movie, it's a case of misplaced priorities. So yeah. yes, we have the coolest looking live action going. I don't think I'm No, 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 I'm just saying. Wait, misplaced priorities. I'm just Wait, saying. MJ, 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 relax. Do not, do not, do not point the spotlight at think yourself. Think of Louis Tan's abs. Oh, now you, now you, now. Think now. of Louis Tan's abs. Hindi ko yung target ni Misha You just made yourself a target. <laughs> eh, yun nga yung joke. <laughs> Nexplain yung pa yung joke kaya sinabi kong joke yon. That was my joke. Anyway. Oh, oh Anjo. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> Fatherhood is slowed your reflexes. But anyways, um, what was I gonna say? Wala ako alam na sobrang sobrang sobrang. As far as I'm concerned, the whole misplaced priorities thing is like we have the coolest live action version of Goro ever. Let's yeah. not even let him see the beginning of Mortal Kombat, the tournament, and kill him in front of a barn. What the actual hell? It was so bad because they built him. They built killed. him up. They didn't even reveal how he looked like. You know, like, yeah, oh, and then I'm he gets so killed honest. by a guy with an organic muscle shirt. For you know, for guys who aren't familiar <laughs> with the f- No! The guy who was cosplaying as Aquaman. <laughs> uh, 
yes. That yeah. makes sense too. Oh, Which made so more, even more pathetic was that he lost to a guy who was cosplaying as Aquaman. He, he lost to a newbie. He lost to a rookie, for God's sake, in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of not He lost to a guy who has to be constantly reminded by his daughter to use the uppercut, dad. <laughs> that was down so eight. cringe. That was so cringe. It's down eight, down multiple eight. times, it's like, okay, we get it. You're the daughter. You're the inspiration. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You don't have to fucking tell him every single move that he has to do. Use and the like, uppercut, dad. And Fuck then, you. like, if you're going to tell me that, you know, Raiden... Let Kung Lao die and let them all get their asses kicked for like 15 minutes because he could not interfere. Why bother showing up at all only to interfere to take them all to safety? And then the last 10 minutes of the movie is him super interfering by helping them assassinate every one of Shang Tsung's men. So like, what the hell is the point of the tournament if everyone's going to be killing each other before the damn thing even starts? Or like Raiden saying, oh, I can't I can't interfere, but like him teleporting people to places exactly. is pretty much the same thing. And like the stupidest thing, the absolute stupidest thing. Oh, there's is, more. I, what you said earlier about how there you don't have an announcer or a referee to say things like fatality or flawless victory. Here, you got people calling out their own shit. It's like <laughs> Liu, wow. Kang, Liu Kang kills Cabal and then he goes, fatality for Kung Lao. And I'm like, Ew. first off, Cabal didn't kill Kung Lao. Shang Tsung did. And number <laughs> two, who the hell are you saying fatality for? There's nobody here. No, There's literally nobody here. The, you're jumping the gun. Kung Lao did it first when he killed Natara, who, by the way, was built up so much that, you know, she dies in oh. not even landing a blow. No, no. <laughs> like she got she a rim blew. job from his hat. Yep. Which was cool because uh, that's his actual fatality in the game. That was very cool. Then. But then yeah. you, you have him say, flawless victory. Yeah, it's like, who the hell are you talking to, Kung Lao? Parang lahat sila, ng sariling bako. Wow, ang galing ko! Ang galing ko, flawless victory yun! Apparently, if you have a kana or if you're a chosen one, meron kayong ibang level of self-awareness. Or maybe you just lose all sense of self-awareness and you just start acting like a moron. Well, that could be true. And look, okay, okay. Just to get put context into this, Kano dies in a freaking RV. I mean, come on. Outside the man, outside the freaking Fine, RV. Outside he, the freaking RV. He, he started in the RV. The <laughs> point is, why couldn't he die in Mortal Kombat? In a movie called Mortal Kombat. Wait, wait. He dies by a garden gnome too. Oh my god, I just yeah. remembered that. Thank you. Well, yeah. well too, okay, this is where I'm gonna be silver lining. But that was actually the only emotionally satisfying moment was... Sonya killing Kano and earning her birthmark. Yes. How'd you and get but, your birthmark, Sonya? It's like, that's how know. she got her birthmark. But, okay, well, it's it's satisfying because one, finally Kano shuts the fuck up. <laughs> finally. And two, because like, I guess in the start of the movie, they keep piling on like, oh, sorry, Sonya Blade. You're not one of us. You're not a chosen one because you don't have the tattoo or but the birthmark. But you can stay and watch. You know but you can stay you and know. watch and eat and hang out. So they keep piling it on her and then finally she earns it by killing the single most annoying guy or <laughs> in just case, the most single most entertaining guy in the movie. <laughs> in in the movie. movie. Yeah, and, and but you know, that's the one thing I hated about it is that Sonya played ever since was supposed to be, you know, she was supposed to be one of the best. 
Like yeah, she wasn't she's... she wasn't supposed to be treated as a joke. Like you're not a chosen one. Yeah, just sit back there. You know, she's Sonia Blade. You know, she was probably yeah. one of the you know one of the first few standouts as one of the strong female characters in game. Yeah, you know? she's totally who I used to use. Well, I've, it's a, it was a rotation between her and Kitana, who was not in this movie. Annoying. Yeah. So, like <laughs> I said, we will, I will still go back to what Misha said in the first. first what Misha said earlier is that this this franchise literally had no shortage of interesting characters. Why the fuck would you have Kolya? Like you could have <laughs> you could have easily put in Kitana in place of Kolya or Johnny Cage in place of Kolya. Yeah. You know, which adds to the fact that Melina's character did not make sense because her character does not or is not supposed to exist without Kitana. Exactly, she's like supposed to be some sort of freaky tooth bitch clone. And yep, well, yep. going back to that emotionally satisfying moment. So yes, Kano's dead. Yay. Sonya earns her mark. Yay. So happy for her. But I just personally wish that fight was more violent. Or maybe I just hate mm. Kano that much. <laughs> or yeah, you no, guys weren't uh, satisfied uh, either because uh, it was a fucking garden. No, move. it wasn't. <laughs> compared to the first movie, it was actually Kano and, and Sonya who were fighting each other. Like, Mano yeah. and Mano. She this one you had like, neck with this, her legs. One, this one you had Sonya Blade trying to be Kevin McAllister, you know, in the RV prior to killing right. Kano. That's why yeah. that's why it kind of something like hmm. That's not really Mortal Kombat. That's just, you know, kind of like crappy <laughs> total. I, I, I have to ask though, right? Okay, so let, let's do the numbers, right? Kano's dead, Cabal's dead, Melina's dead, Sub Zero's dead. Who else is dead? Kung Lao. Who else Goro? am I missing? Goro. Did, did I say Kung Lao twice? I don't care anymore. But you didn't Goro. say Goro. Oh, Goro's dead. Okay, so that's like six whole people, right? That's like six yeah. people? Mm-hmm. And Natara, Natara, Natara. And, and Natara. Okay, and fine. So seven people are dead. Who the hell are we going to be watching in Mortal Kombat 2 that's interesting? Uh, here's the funny thing. <laughs> Shang Tsung covers his ass for the sequel by saying that death is just another obstacle, which implies that all of the, the deaths that happened here were meaningless. Which also implies, why the hell did we watch this well, movie if everything is going to happen in the next one? <laughs> Never mind. I was going to attempt so to So nothing it, we saw no. mattered. <laughs> nothing. Not even going to try. But, uh, I, mean, I mean, Scorpion suddenly came up from the dead. So there's hope. But he already found peace. He killed, he avenged his family already. So he's probably not in hell anymore. What what we did, yeah. That's, which is why that story was such a waste because you know yeah. him being able to return or why he's able we to return or participate it. in these things could have been such a bigger story. I'm just like, why would you shoot yourself in the foot that way? Uh, because you know. And then they cover their ass by saying, "Eh, death, no big." Oh my god! Then why did you make us sit through this movie? Misplaced priorities again. <laughs> Over explaining things that don't need to be explained just to set up a lame ass Johnny Cage movie poster at the end uh, to give uh, us the guy that we actually wanted to see. Lame ass excuses just to set up fan service. That's what it is. They okay. made a whole movie called Mortal Kombat to set up a movie about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> they could have just said an introduction to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> or Mortal Kombat Origins. Yeah. You know, that would have been clearer. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat Zero or something. Or I don't Mortal know. Kombat yeah. Sub-Zero. <laughs> anyway. Um, well, so we've been shitting on this movie a lot. I just want to challenge you guys. Well, at Mo- Misha mostly. By yeah. saying things you enjoyed about it. Because I'm just going to find really easy reasons to I say mentioned it. That. I already mentioned the things that I enjoyed. Yeah, so Misha, <laughs> what did you enjoy from it? 
I really liked seeing some of the fights come to life. I, I enjoyed them individually. Mm-hmm. I think I just didn't like seeing the way that they which were strung together as a which narrative. Which is the correct that, way that of watching garbage. the movie. It, I would have had more fun <laughs> just watching the YouTube clips. Honestly, yep. uh, I am still very true. hurt that the best part of the movie, the best seven minutes of the movie, were the first seven minutes, and it never got better. I have learned. I I have learned to actually, you know, through all you know through my years. Of watching movies that if you watch a video game movie adaptation you just turn your brain off just forget the story and just watch it for what you thought was cool in the game that is how that was that was the mentality going into this movie. Eh, whatever i know the story's gonna be bad I'm not mentality gonna <laughs> <laughs> fair that's fair that's fair that's very fair no, I think my. Sorry, I just had to. I know. I just my like, thing okay, is that, was, that, like, that was a winner. Everybody always promises that <laughs> this is the movie that's gonna break the video game movie curse. This one will actually be good. You know, they they always say that. Like Resident Evil Five Million, the movie will be better than the last fourteen million. Yeah. You know? Tomb Raider wasn't that bad. The Tomb Raider one was kind of boring. No, 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 the the more recent one, the one that it was um, kind of boring. I think Uh, Alicia Vikander's abs, though. My abs, like her back. Why do all of our conversations go back to abs? It's me and my misplaced priorities. (laughs) 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 Never change, you. Never change. What else can I do when both of you are nerding out? Prioritize abs. <laughs> All right. So, um, I don't know what else to say about this. Um, <laughs> I really wish Kitano was here. I'm sorry. She was just really, really, really my favorite character. Or even that I wish Liu Kang wasn't just such a loser. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was such a loser in this movie. Yeah, man. Um, like that is 1995 true. Liu Kang. Would kick this, this Liu Kang's ass. Yeah. Yes, and With his glorious mullet. His <laughs> glorious mullet. And like, final stop saying thirsty things. <laughs> mul- I'll, I'll stop at the mullet. His abs. No, no, go lower, go lower. Yes! (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god, I'm gonna seem so shallow. Too late, too late, but we're already there, we're already there, it's fine. (laughs) That ass! (laughs) (laughs) That ass. I I, I love Robin's show in (sighs) Beverly Hills Ninja, where he was Chris Farley's brother. Who kept Aru- getting oh beaten God, yes. up because he had to fight all the ninjas that his idiot brother couldn't take out? I love that's that's him a story there. of Snake Eyes gone wrong. You know, <laughs> I love Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> if it's not Snake Eyes, if it's Me not Snake too. Eyes, it's gonna be like. Oh my god, can you imagine if that's the way the Snake Eyes movie goes? Like, Henry Golding is this wannabe ninja, and his Japanese brother is the one who's fighting everybody for him, and he doesn't know. Yeah. Oh. It's not Eric Rosing, it's some overweight dude. Like, you know, like, <laughs> some like, like, like oh. let's say you get Zach Zach Galafinakis instead of like Harry Goldie to play Snake Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> or Jack Black. Or Jack Black. I call Jack Black. Yes, Jack, Jack Black, Black should be Snake Eyes. Jack fucking mm-hmm. Black. Jack yes. Black. Oh. I mean, okay. clearly Hasbro Hasbro doesn't give a crap about casting him properly, so let's go with Jack Black. Yep. All right. Going back yeah. to the movie. Going back to another franchise. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so we just we just like keep going away from Mortal Kombat. Okay. To be fair. To be fair. Okay. 
So, you know, there's so bad it's good. There's so bad get me the fuck out of here or I'll rip <laughs> my eyeballs off. Mm. And bad fun. At least for me, this was bad fun. Not yeah. bad awesome. Yeah. But it was still fun at some point. Yes. I still enjoyed seeing the moves. I still enjoyed Kara. Well, fine. I, it was really douchey of them to really say the whole, all the taglines. But mm-hmm. fun. Like it was I, it was a, it was that. a giggle it, it it was a giggle it was a cackle sure but uh, I just wish they didn't force this whole serious story on it or like these origins or like the the what do you call this the mythology of Mortal Kombat and the bloodline <laughs> of Cole Young and I, I still you know I guess it just makes sense. I, they explained that they'd have someone new as the lead character in Cool Young so people don't play favorites with their video game preferences, which I get. That's fair. But it just added to the lack of emotional connection since you don't know or care who the fuck he is. Yeah, because most of the emotional connections are with the characters that you actually like using in the video game. Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. Which I mean, is why I connected eight. with Sonya. That's why we felt like, oh, they did Sonya dirty because she wasn't a chosen one from the start. Well, we love Sonya. They did her better than Goro. Oh, that's true. The Tarkatan yeah. warrior. No. Uh, sorry, no. Sorry. The Shokan prince. It's gonna be so the annoying prince. when they just resurrect all the dead people for the next movie and then now Mortal Kombat begins. But <laughs> <laughs> oh. joke lang yung first. Ito na talaga. <laughs> Maybe they can do the same as Mortal Kombat Annihilation and kill Cole Young in the first 30 seconds. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> in fact, why oh, don't they I, recast I won't him? I won't complain. They can recast him for Mortal Kombat no. 2 and then kill no. him in the first 30 seconds. You know, you know how it, it will be cool, Sarah? Like, you know how they have these movies that, that are straight to video of stuntman turned actors like Mike um, not even Michael J. White like Scott Adkins this guy I love Scott Adkins Scott Adkins is this guy who's known for being a great martial artist you know he's along the lines of Ray Park but not as famous as Ray Park because you know Ray Park is not well but he's a great performer I wish they would get him for the next movie just because he's such a great martial artist and it's fun to watch him go against to be fair yes he has great presence he moves great he's less self-conscious and yeah, he would bring some kind of authenticity while people are throwing fireballs and one-liners. Yep, yep. I, I just, I cool. just wish if they do make a sequel, they make Cole smarter because Cole is so dumb. Okay, <laughs> not as, not only is he boring, he's fucking dumb. Okay, so <laughs> he's I think climax. Super fucking dumb. He, there, there's a bad guy right there in front of you. Sub Zero's right there, and you're still punching oh. ice to free your daughter. Hello. Priorities. I have, I, I have a question though. I have a question. If Go. He's the, why is a washed up MMA fighter a chosen one? Like, because he has he... a birthmark. Okay, fine. Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> Maybe it's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Here's the thing. Yeah. He leaves his family to keep them safe. <laughs> so he goes to train to save the world, to protect his family. And then halfway through, he decides... This is too hard. And then he goes home to his family. I can't find my Akana. Despite not knowing. But but Sub-Zero was still after him. Shang Tsung was still after him. He didn't know that Goro would come knocking. But, you know, he should have known that something was going to follow him back. Because basically, his situation had not changed from the time he left his family. What made him think it was any safer to hang out with them now? Just because it's too hard to learn his (laughs) Akana. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. That, maybe that explains why he's not in the UFC. 
Young's a moron. I'm sorry. Yeah. Kind of is. But then I'll pogi siya. Right, already. Sure, sure. This movie was fun. Yeah, I agree. It would have to be bad fun. It doesn't even fall under that. It's so bad, good, but it's really bad fun. It's it bad it. fun, yeah, but it's mm, not the kind. Uh, it's not the kind of thing. Uh, it's not you know. It's not Street Fighter. Street Fighter, I'll watch any day of the week, and I'll be laughing at the whole fucking thing because it's so stupid. <laughs> this one, I'll I'll be I'll be hate watching this. <laughs> why is this so stupid? Versus, <laughs> why is this so stupid? You know, there's a difference. <laughs> You're hate watching yes, it. Yes, voice acting. You're hate watching it for its stupidity, but you're not performance level. <laughs> I know. You guys. I'm so proud. Look at the <laughs> video artist podcast <Yeah>. co-host. <laughs> yes, naman. Yeah, I I get what you mean. It's, it's not like it's it's <laughs> it's not like if you watch it again, it's gonna be like. <laughs> it's gonna be like, oh my god, yeah, hate watch is the you'd still watch it. But yes, just yes. <laughs> which is nice quite, to look at. Yeah, I mean, like probably the, the next time I'd see this, I'd be fast forwarding already. Like, I don't need to see this shit. I don't need to see Nicole Young. I had a friend who sat through the first 20, 30 minutes and then he just gave up. He just started skipping to the fights and he was still pissed off because he was already tainted by the first 20, 30 minutes. Oh. My brother, on the other hand, only watched the highlights. He only he skipped all the fights. And he enjoyed it for what it was. So I think, like I said, if they stopped trying to over-explain everything, it would have worked so much better, honestly. It was the over-explaining mm-hmm. and trying to shoehorn the references that killed it for me. Yes, which is why it just didn't seem The natural. fights on their own are actually kind of okay. They're cool, they're gory, yeah, they're, they're cool. well shot, yeah. you know, for the most part. I mean, just, I enjoyed I actually wish it was more gory. <laughs> yes, Because you too. know the game. You know the game. It's like blood yeah. everywhere. Like, holy shit. I mean, this I, did have I, its fair amount of blood, but I wanted more. I actually wanted more Jota yeah. in this movie because... I've seen Joe Tassim in The Raid, you know? Oh, hell, The Raid. Is oh, my hell. God. If you watch that movie, shit. That, yes. that's, those fight scenes there are gritty, they're violent. Something worthy of a Mortal Kombat fight scene. I was just, you know, and it's, it's Joe Tassim. He was great. And he was partnered with, you know, one of one of our veteran martial arts martial arts trained actor you know, in Hiroyuki Sanada. So mm-hmm. I just wish there was more to that uh Louis Tan is also a great martial artist if you've seen him in The Wu Assassins on Netflix, you know? X-Force! X- sorry, I'm sorry. He fought, he fought helicopter base. I'm sorry, he was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, like, I don't care who you are. You fight helicopter blades, you're not gonna win, man. Like, you know, like, <laughs> the guy playing Jax, his name is Makad Brooks. The guy plays James Wilson in Supergirl. Even mentioned that boring. It's so boring, but then you know he even mentioned okay. in an interview where he says Joe Tasman is a guy who's so good in his fights that he had to slow down during fights for the people nice. who follow him. Oh, so good for him, you know, like could have seen more of that. I hate that his armor because he looks so bulky; you could barely see him move so like an agile. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine the guy went from Jimmy Olsen on Supergirl Jets. to being a guy with chicken arms? Until he found his spark. Good God. <laughs> spark. Yeah. It sound like soul. The old spark. <laughs> I thought of soul. You must find the old spark, Autobots. It, it is with so this human. Dumb. 
Okay, so there are talks of a sequel already. And since they ended it with the possibility of Johnny Cage being there. But just for me personally, I don't mind a sequel. Okay, fine. Just give me that bad fun. But I'm gonna wish for it is like I how like how I wished for Deadpool. Deadpool was a much better first movie, but the first one just in this context, the first one was fun. But I know they could have gone more gago with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it could have mm-hmm. it could have been more That's meta. True. It could have been you know. There's so much you could do with Deadpool, and I say the same for Mortal Kombat. And what happened for Deadpool was Deadpool two really delivered in the self aware gago all the gags all the violence yep. the second one delivered so I'm hoping that if ever Mortal Kombat gets a sequel they do the same it ends up in the same way I think I think you should learn from the feedback or the reviews like these they should learn from that you know like the way they did it for, for Godzilla versus Kong you know compared to the second Godzilla movie um Godzilla King of the Monsters, where, you know, half the time people are just watching humans debate over what was happening. It's just boring. And then fast forward to Godzilla versus Kong, you have the wrestling match between, you know, uh, radioactive lizard and gigantic ape. So that was much better than the second Godzilla movie. I, I hope agree. that they mm-hmm. I, I hope that they're able to do that for this movie, that the succeeding movies following following the first for this franchise is that. You know, a direct response to what fans want and what people have been chiming, you know, at the studios to see. And we want our, our, our violence. We want our well choreographed fight scenes. You know, just give us the more basic story because we already know what's happening. We just want what we want. I agree completely. I hope that, um, because I think this one has been received reasonably well. Yes. I don't know how much of that has to do with the fact that everyone's trapped at home and we have nothing else to watch. <laughs> but um, for a lot of people, you know, um, they were, um, you know, moderately entertained enough, I think, to justify a sequel. And I agree with the both of you that I hope they push it further. They listen to what the reviews say or what the critics have been calling out, all the little silliness, inconsistencies and missed opportunities. And I hope they give us a really kick-ass tournament in the next one, because based on the brand name alone, they know we're going to watch it anyway. So I yeah. really hope they just take it and run with it, because otherwise, uh, I have I, I just have more fun playing Mortal Kombat on a console. Yeah. yeah. Final final thoughts. Final thoughts. Uh, mm. Mortal Kombat 11, the video game, right? Um, they were using the same guy from the 95 movie as Shang Tsung. They use his face, he use his voice. And later on in the year, they released a DLC pack with skins and voices for movie Sonya, movie Raiden, and movie Johnny Cage from 1995. Because basically... White those, movie Raiden. White movie, movie Raiden. The movie Shang Tsung. No, he was already there. He wasn't the DLC. But for the oh, DLC for one, for the DLC one, they brought back the other movie characters because, for better or worse, those ca- those actors playing those roles were iconic already as those characters. I don't see anything from this movie that I would welcome in the next version of the video game. I would not cheer mm. if I saw Cole Young on my screen. That's true. Whether it's next week or twenty five years from now, like in the actual video game where we're playing the 1995 versions. He really had the lamest superpowers. I mean, like... Billy Club! <laughs> you know, you beat on this four-armed 
monster with stupid sticks. <laughs> sticks. <laughs> they are essentially sticks. The worst part is that the monster lost. That's the worst part. Exactly. Uh. I actually would have accepted, I'll get you next time, or I'll get you in the tournament, or something. I don't know. Or I'll come back yeah. for you, stick man. Stick man. <laughs> Low red Aquaman cosplay with sticks. Beat on a four-armed gigantic warrior prince. Whatever. It wasn't even his power that helped him win. It was the uppercut. Uppercut, dad. Uppercut. <laughs> Who's an uppercut, dad? It's like okay, a Rocky moment. fucking ring no. man was 11 years old. Uh, well... I, I'll think about it in in the sense like, okay, I'll just take from whatever this movie gave me. I'll try not to associate myself with that. <laughs> I'll try not to associate it with the first 1995 movie that I watched before it or the game. But like taking it as it is, fine. It was fun at some point. Even if I take away the expectation of the Mortal Kombat or tournament that should really actually be there. But okay, even if that's not there, was it great? Did they justify not doing the tournament? I wish they did, but they didn't. And now that I think about it, if it, it's, it is sad for me that this generation that gets to play the new video games and what gets to watch this movie. They don't know how epic the first 1995 one unless they really seek it out. But like what they get from growing up in this generation, oh, I don't know if it's just me being old or sentimental to the 1995 one, but this wasn't as epic or fun. Yeah. It blew everybody's mind. It, it wasn't bloody by any stretch because it was a PG movie. It wasn't rated R like this one. But the theme song alone, people were going nuts. It was ridiculous. It's still so funny how they had French yeah. ninjas in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> there was so much wrong with it, but then it was just so iconic for some reason. But this, I don't see it in that status. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to be downloading skins from this movie 25 years from now. Then nope, whatever definitely not. Exists. Final thoughts about this movie. Uh, if I were to rate the story, the story is like a 3 over or a 2 over 10. My teens are a little above average and probably 8 over 10. Overall, Captain S, probably around 11 out of 11 just because they're overcompensating for what the movie failed to do. Uh, 11 over 10, sorry, not 11 over 11. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you take it as it is. It's a perfect movie. You know, if you're really looking for something, you know, if you're really tired from work, you're looking for something to watch, play in the background, it's kind of unwind or watch something. So this is the right movie to watch. But if you're watching for something, you know, if you're looking for you're something for something that had a story that had to be cohesive or something that was compelling, this is definitely not the movie to watch. Uh-uh. I just hope that one day we get to the point where we can watch a video game movie and we can say something along the lines of, but that was pretty good. Not good for a video game movie, but just pretty good. Yeah, um, I mean, I like, don't know what the hell that movie will be, but who knows? It might be uncharted. I don't know, but I don't know what that movie will be, but it sure as hell ain't this but one. I will, I will say one thing I will watch this movie over the second. <laughs> The Tekken yeah. movie was straight to video and it was crap. It wasn't straight to video. It, it was No. Oh my god. To, to be the fair, mo- if you bring up... Yes, it was in cinemas. I do remember. 
Ew, was, why? Okay, which made things worse because you had the main character named Jin Kazama, who's Japanese, played by a white dude. Like Dragon Ball Evolution, which I may or may not have paid money to I watch. I think it was the same guy who played Goku. Oh my god, why? <laughs> I think. I have no you know, background. Yeah. I also paid okay. for The Legend of Chun-Li, but anyways. Ew. I said I had but no yes, high to be ground. Fair. I caught it on Fox movies and on TV. I didn't bother to finish that movie. I would take this Mortal Kombat over Legend of Chun-Li. I hate to say it, but so would that I. That is so true. So would I. That is true, actually. Yeah, to be fair, I would take this over Legend of Chun-Li and that, oh my God, Tekken. That was so, yeah, that was complete garbage. I did not yeah. laugh or yeah. get amused once. No. Boy, it was that rude. was total no, garbage. I, I so at least King. this had fun parts. I don't even yeah, remember. I was just remember like, being for, so for, bad. For what it's worth, this, for what it's worth, the filmmaker's self-awareness of the fat, you know, of the fan service or what fans would be looking for was there, which was completely the point of me watching this movie. Uh, I wouldn't say self-aware, but just blatant. Yeah. I mean, like, blatant. He had to be aware of these things. Yeah, but the way they assembled it was so tone deaf that I really I, don't think there was any I, self-awareness. I don't involved. think it was tone deaf. I think it was just, you know, they wanted to put it in initially, but they just couldn't find the right spot. It was references for the sake of references. That's what fan service is. That's laziness. You can do fan service that, that isn't insulting. Uh, I wasn't insulted by it. I had fun with it. Because I knew I'd get, be getting it at some point. The fact that it was a barrage made it fun for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna watch the kills. The awesome kills. The Kung Lao kill was my favorite. Awesome kills. Yeah, yeah, but that was already in the Red Band trailer. So basically, you saw most of the good stuff in the trailer already. The Kung Lao kill was in the Red Band trailer? It was. So, so I guess you could watch you could watch the first seven minutes and then the trailer slash highlights like what Nisha's brother did. <laughs> I Save was, yourself a lot of time. I was so excited to see Goro, especially when you saw him in the trailer when he was jumping. Oh, an agile Goro! That's so cool. Then he just then he died like a wuss behind a barn with sticks. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> and an uppercut. <laughs> Uppercut, Dan. It's not even a fucking Shoryuken. Not even a fucking Shoryuken. Wrong franchise. Um. <laughs> I know, I know. I am completely aware that's the wrong franchise. Like, if there's any uppercut that can kill a fighter or a gigantic four-armed monster, it would be a fucking Shoryuken. Fair enough. Wouldn't it be funny if he actually said Shoryuken in a Mortal Kombat movie? How weird would that be? <laughs> would there be like a copyright issue? <laughs> And there then Louis Tan would do it with his one facial expression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but well, a sequel is on the way. A sequel might be on the way, so let's just hope it's better. In the meantime, yeah. I guess, yeah, we could just like play the video games and just have fun with whatever we got for 2021. <laughs> like yeah. we have a choice. Yeah, I mean, like Joe Tastin signed on for four, four or five more movies if they were going to make sequels. I legit don't know where to end this. <laughs> so that's it, guys. If you're looking for 90s references or any, you know, great video game self-awareness things, it's definitely not this movie. <laughs> <laughs> nope. But, uh, yeah, it's fun for what it is. And I guess if you do love the video game, then you're still going to find somewhere in your heart to like it and have fun with it. But, yeah, just... Give your brain a rest for a while, I guess. 
don't, don't use it. I don't, don't recommend don't you use your brain. The movie. It's been two weeks. Andre's brain don't is still on vacation. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. I just watched High Fidelity this morning, so I'm good. Wow. Congrats. <laughs> now I really want to re- I really want to find my copy of the book. Which which reminds me, I feel like we gotta make a, another an episode that's not an action movie or a or a like a can, superhero can movie. Can we do a good movie next time? Yes. I know, because <laughs> like know, we've been like but, in a stretch of like really bad, bad or like or, or action movies. movies or superhero stuff. Can, can okay, we do, so um, that's your homework, guys. Um, hit us up on Facebook <laughs> in our group, Saboteurs We Like Movies. Let us know what you want us to cover next because we are just all strung out. No superhero movies, no explosions, no action movies, and please don't make us do another one as bad as Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Let us know in the it, comments what it you want to hear. It wasn't bad. Shut up! (laughs) 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 All right. So thank you for listening to another bad movie rant, aka another Saboteurs episode. (laughs) And uh, hopefully we can talk about something good next time. But for the meantime, I'm MJ. (laughs) Misha? Shoot. I, there's no way to make my noun, name sound threatening. There's no way. Misha. No. Mikhail. No. I tried. Mikhail. Yeah, I, I appreciate the F. Yeah, that works, I guess. I'm joking. I sound, like, I sound like Anna Faris from, from House Bunny. It's like, it's how she remembers names. <laughs> oh. It helps her remember their names. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. We'll catch you guys next week. Oh, my throat hurts now. Oh.